Hello and welcome to the Dorm Room Dispute Podcast. Happy Halloween. Happy it's Halloween. One, one year, year anniversary. anniversary. Happy birthday to the Dorm Room Dispute Podcast. One year still going strong. Exactly. Hopefully. Uh, we thank you for tuning yeah, in. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. For those of you who may or may not have listened to the first one or, you know, uh, back a year ago and we just started out, thank you for riding with us. We really appreciate the support. Uh, it's Halloween. Some spooky shenanigans going on, like snow on the ground right now. Uh, Mitch, what was the scariest thing you saw this past week in sports? The spookiest uh, thing, if I will say so. Probably the Astros hitting with runners in scoring position last <laughs> night. That, that was probably the scariest thing I ever saw. What scared me the most was Mitchell Trubisky trying to throw a deep route when Taylor Gabriel was guarded by a linebacker. That was, that was rough. That was and funny. that was a play, too. The Bears all week in practice were like, oh, he was ripping in practice. We got the look we wanted. And then he just air mails him by like 20 feet. He's like, good God, man. Yeah. We're going to start. We'll get to the Bears yes, in a we second. Will. We're going to start with the World Series here. The Nationals. Pull off the surprising upset. Yes, congratulations. They won seven games, winning 6-2 to two last night. It is the first time in MLB history that the road team, not just MLB history, NHL, NBA, all finals, that yes. the road team has won every game in a series. That is... That is something. It was incredible. It was also the first time that we had two Cy Young pitchers facing off in a Game 7 in MLB history. So it was a... It was a wild World Series. Some of the scores didn't show up, but we had some we had some really good games. Game yeah. six, I know, had a lot of controversy yes, uh, with, with it. The, the, the Trey Turner. Um, my initial reaction first: congratulations yes, to the Washington Nationals. That's just what shows if you have a really good pitching rotation yeah. and your team gets hot at the right time, you can overcome a bad bullpen, which is exactly what they did. But I was listening to a lot of um, uh, reactions this morning, and AJ Hinch, the manager for the Astros, was getting a lot of flack. Which I think is ridiculous because I, I I've seen some bad managing in the postseason like Joe Madden <laughs> yeah, trying Joe to manage Madden. the Cubs uh, in Game Seven. Dave Roberts I had a rant earlier this postseason about that where he just butchered the, the Dodgers yeah. bullpen. I mean that was the Game Five against. The yeah, Dodgers, exactly. Right? But the the Astros that was not a poorly managed game. No, that was you cannot blame that on AJ Hitch. Y- your team is the best record in the American League. You got four home games and you can't win a home game. They're, 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 they stranded, I think, 10 runners with Max Scherzer pitching in the yeah, first five innings. Like, they had every opportunity. It's not his fault that Jose Altuve could not hit with runners in scoring position. Or yeah. George Springer just decided not to show up. Um, you can't blame that on him. Yeah. And now a lot of the things he got flack for, too, he brought in um, uh, Will Harris uh, when Granke was rolling. But Granke just gave up a home run. He had just walked a guy. No. You remember game seven, I thought that was the right time to pull him. And so you put in Will Harris, who's been one of your most reliable relievers pretty much all season. And obviously it didn't work out for you, but I was like, oh, oh, you, you should put in Cole Hamels. Oh, put in Cole Hamels. Garrett Cole. Gar- it's not Cole Hamels. Uh, thank you. Garrett Cole. <laughs> they weren't saying that. <laughs> put in Garrett Cole. Put in Garrett Cole. Oh, put in Garrett Cole. First off, Garrett Cole just pitched a couple days ago, throwing over 100 pitches. And so the second off, he hasn't had a relief appearance Ever. In his career, yeah. he had one in college, but in his professional career, he's not had any relief appearances. And it's like, oh well, you know, he's the best pitcher on your staff right now. You got to put him in. Oh really? Clayton Kershaw is the best pitcher on the Dodgers staff. They put him in yeah. in that situation, and look how that turned out. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have put him in either. 
You have Will Harris there as a reliable reliever because you expect him to get out of that jam, and it just didn't work out. But I'm not blaming that on the manager. That was not a mismanaged series by him in any means. I thought he he handled he managed it uh, pretty well. Um, the guys, the bottom line was the Astros couldn't hit in scoring position. Uh, they they blew a bunch of opportunities. Yep. They had four home games. You couldn't win one of them. So yeah. if you can't, you know that that's on you guys. Yeah. So congratulations to the Nats. Yes. But and I, I will say, going off that point, I mean, as a Cubs fan, I've seen this twice. I mean, you go back to the the Nationals. Um, I believe it was two years ago when they're facing the Cubs, Game Five. Uh, Scherzer comes in, absolutely dominant throughout the whole season. He was unreal in the playoffs. He comes in and gets rocked for five or six runs, and it was like wild pitches stuff. That's like it was not. Um, his stuff wasn't there. It's just he was brought in a relief appearance. Starting pitchers aren't used to that. It's high pressure. And I, I think uh, when Garrett Cole, he was warming up a little bit, and it was it, it kind of seemed to me like, oh, my goodness, like they're going to bring him in, and the, and the Nationals have gotten through their batting loaner uh, so many times that they're going to eventually figure it out. And I could you could see Garrett Cole maybe getting shelled. And I'm, I mean, you got to go with your bullpen. The, the, the Astros' bullpen has been a huge weapon for them. Um, and I agree. Also, it, it seemed one of those things where kind of, if you have that many, yeah, like you said, that many chances, it doesn't come down to the last two, three innings. I mean, they, no. they could have easily put five, four runs up on the, the Nationals early on. I mean, uh, Scherzer didn't have a one, two, three inning, I don't think at all. I know for the fifth inning, he, he kept putting runners on, on base, and uh, you just can't do that. I will say, though, one thing that was super ironic is that, like, we talked about the Nationals early on kind of how their their Achilles heel was their bullpen and it was it was ironic to me that that became the Astros Achilles heel in uh, game 6 Well, I give for for the Nationals, I, I give um uh, Martinez Well, yeah, Martinez, not not only Martinez, but uh, Patrick Corbin a ton of yes, credit. They yes. signed him in the offseason this year and he did everything they asked of him. You want me to start, I'll start. You want me to come out of the bullpen and I'll come out of the bullpen. Like he pitched phenomenal last night, three uh, scoreless innings yeah. and really slammed the door on him. But the other guy who's getting lost in this, who really if you want to dish out some blame here, I think some blame's got to go to Justin Verlander. Yeah. Like he's the he's with the AC or staff. And he's 0-6 in postseason. Like, we're always banging on Kershaw, but mm-hmm. somehow this guy gets a pass. In the World Series, he has a 568 ERA and is 0-6. Like, yeah. they had a chance to close the door in Game 6, and he couldn't do it. So I think yeah. there's a little bit of blame to go around there. He's and shrunk. You look at the Howie Kendrick home run that really kind of started that whole um, Astro or Nationals rally. It was a 92-mile-an-hour fastball in the bottom left corner of the zone. It was low and away, exactly where I wanted it to be. And he just got a piece of it. He got got enough of it to he don't hit the foul pole. And, and I was seeing all throughout Twitter that like you know the the hardcore analytics guys were like you know he made his pitch. He got it where it wanted. Mm-hmm. Just sometimes the hitter gets the best of you. And so I don't think I think yeah like you said the blame I don't think can really go for the pitching of the national uh, the Astros. I will say lost in this whole thing. Zach Greinke was. Oh, he was phenomenal! Amazing! Yeah, that was insane. It, he he was in cruise control. It seemed like, um, and I, you know, I was like, "Don't pull him too quick! Don't pull him too quick!" And he mm-hmm. let him go. He let him go his time, and I think that, like you said, that was the right. And time Don Cooper always has says this as a pitching coach uh, at Soxfest. This is one of his quotes: "Is he's always looking for an excuse to keep a pitcher in the ball game instead yeah. of pull him." And I, I kind of like I'm like that too. I think you should ride your starter as long yeah. as you can. And um, I think A.J. Hinch in that situation, I think he did. And he, that's no fault. Granky threw a gem. Like you yeah. said, he did everything he could. But I think that was the right time yeah. to pull him. Like, all right, 
tying runs on first base here. Yeah. Let's go to our bullpen and have them close out this thing. But I will say for the Nationals, I think this might ha- this has to be one of the greatest postseason runs of all time. Oh, this I would like think so. Line. They I mean, started off with jo- yeah, facing Josh Hader down yeah. by three runs in a wild card game. They're a yeah. wild card team. And the fact, even back in May, they had their yeah, bullpen had the worst 12, record. 12 games under 500. And at one point this season, they had the same record as the Tigers. Like, midway yes. through, I think, May, they had the same record as Detroit, who finished with the worst record in the MLB and was one yes. of the worst teams in the history of baseball. Yeah. So the turnaround. And going and, off of that, that was what I wanted to transition to. While we're so, we're, we're quick to dish out a lot of blame here, I think you got to give uh, the Nationals a ton of credit. First, Steven Strasburg. Um, I know their GM, uh, Rizzo, was getting ripped a lot because he had an innings limit on Steven Strasburg. But they had a plan for him, and I think, and he also got ripped for the Adam Eaton trade where they gave up Lucas Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez for Adam Eaton. Adam Eaton had a really nice postseason for him. He had the highest average out of anyone on that team. Um, Steven Strasburg, you saw in game six, they let him go. There was no pitch limit. He was well-rested, and that that was the biggest start, I think, in their franchise history. And he came up big, and he was well-deserving of that MVP. So credit to them as an organization. You know, the real winner, of this was Anthony Rendon because mm-hmm. he was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, Anthony Rendon's plate appearances in the seventh inning or later of the five elimination games, which they trailed in all five of them, yep. and then he had he had he had his plate appearances in the seventh inning or later was a walk, double, home run, double, home run, <laughs> double, home run. Oh yeah, he that, saved a big talk yeah. about clutch. That's insane. I mean, because that solo shot, if he doesn't get that home run there. You could see Greg. Oh, that gave him life too. And yeah, then Osuna comes For in sure. or someone. And I will say it was it was it was good. It was uh, poetic poetic justice that Osuna got rocked uh, in Game Seven. Yes, because that whole debacle was just an absolute shame on the Astros organization. And then and I mean I mean what. I think the Nationals—they have to be the most easy to root for team oh, in I history. Totally I mean, agree. it's a bunch of underdogs, gritty. Max Scherzer—he's been so they play hard. Yeah, and they, he's tough. And I mean, you Rend- even Trey Turner, you got like him as like leadoff man. Rendon, I think the other thing too in Game Six, he saved a big controversy there with yes. that play. For those of you who didn't see, uh, Trey Turner hit a swinging bunt. And he was running to first, really in a straight line. He happened to veer into the grass. He didn't even really veer. It was just his path out of the box as a right-handed hitter. was in a straight line, but he clipped part of the grass on his way to first, and the ball hit him, um, and they called him out for uh, running out of the baseline. And at the time, like two runners would have been second and third with uh, one out. So it was a good chance to score runs, and then it turned into two outs. So Anthony Rendon really saved a um, big controversy there by hitting a home run and really putting that to rest. Another guy, too. Uh, Juan Soto yes. has to oh, be one of my Juan favorite Soto. players to watch. The Soto um, shuffle, yeah. staring people down. I, I think he had a moment in Game 3 with Zach Granke that yeah. I loved. And then Granke, he was shuffling, uh, grabbing yeah. his crotch. He was trying to intimidate him. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the tongue. He's like, oh, I got you. And then there was a 3-1 pitch, and Granke did like a deke. He like shook his head, no. And he totally fooled Soto on like the pitch, and Soto was like, "Oh, oh yeah, you got yeah, me." And then yeah. he ended up walking. Or then even in game, he threw six, open in on him, just kind of, yeah. just kind of a fly by. Yeah. like hey, the, you know? the sequence there and the way he handled that was great. I love the bat carrying to first as a response yeah. with Bregman, and then like the post game conference, like, "Oh, I thought it was cool, so yeah. I want to do it too." Like, yeah. I, I love the way he plays the game. He plays it hard, and he he was phenomenal too. Yeah. He would have been my choice for MV. There's a lot of guys who could have picked for MVP. There's a lot MVP. of dudes. Yeah, Rendon, Soto, or um, Strasburg would yeah. probably. I think, right I think overall there. postseason MVP would probably go to Rendon, but I agree with Strasburg. Kendrick, though, had that big grand slam yeah, against oh, the Dodgers. He true. had the go-ahead home run. Like, they had a lot of guys so up and down that lineup. We were kind of talking about when this thing started. It's like, oh, like, 
you're going to trust Howie, Ke- the 85-year-old Howie Kendrick to, like, stay hot for you, and he hit a three-run go-ahead bomb, uh, you know, or two-run, and so and sometimes you get hot at the right time. It was a bizarre series. Because, like, yeah. well, going away from the Nationals, the Nationals had to feel really good heading back home, up 2 nothing. Yeah. They just won two games on the road. And, and then, then all of a sudden, heading back, it's like, oh, crap, we just lost three at home. And they were not particularly to. close no. when they were at home. The closest game when they were at home was 4-1 to one in game three. Other than that, it was 8-1 to one and 7-1. to one. Mm-hmm. So you can't feel too good. And then they come out and went 7-2 se- um, to two in game six. It was a wild series. Yeah. So congratulations to them. Yeah. I will say two things. Kind of, we kind of, I'm going to kind of end us on a Debbie Downer note. Two things that I really... that. And this is more like an MLB problem. The fact that Alex Bregman apologized for carrying the bat to first base. Oh, my goodness. I disagree with you there. I think he should have. Because he cost his team a game. That was the thing that sparked the Nationals. Because when Soto hit that and carried his bat down, I was like, he's trying to show us up. That united the the Nationals dugout. And that was kind of like a wake-up call for him. I think... Regular season, that's like okay, fine. I don't think it's that big. You could say, I'll tell you why it was big. Jose Altuve's expression on the replay, where he's kind of grimacing, like, "Oh, dude, what are you doing?" Even his first base coach is like confused. Like that, that was not a that was not a good look for the MLB. No, for the MLB was. I mean, I mean, no, it was cool. So many people interested, and you know why? Because Game Seven, the one we just watched, as was the lowest uh, telev that had the lowest numbers of a Game Seven in MLB history. Well, it doesn't help that Fox, who's airing the damn game, and you turn on their network in the morning, and they're talking about, oh, is Dak going to get a contract extension in the morning? Oh, did LeBron blow Anthony Davis last night after his 40-point game? Like, give me a break. Even the the ALCS is on FS1, and we had uh, Mad Dog Chris Russo come to Bradley a year ago for the Steiner Symposium, and he went on a rant about this, too, and I can't agree more. Could you imagine... The NFL, like, AFC Championship game. Yeah. And it's on, like, an FS1, where if you're in a hotel, you cannot watch the game. It's not nationally televised. Like, that's what the the, uh, championship series is worth. Yeah. If you don't have FS1, if you're at a random Motel 6 in the middle of nowhere, you can't watch it because it's nationally televised. And that's horrible for baseball. That's a terrible decision. I think both looks were bad for baseball. I think, yeah, I think the fact that, like, the celebration was, like, so cool... And then you can see, I mean, there were probably a lot of people who don't watch baseball who saw that and I was like, oh, like, that was dope. And then they got the back and forth, and then he's like, I got my the emotions get the best of me. And the fact that, well, maybe did ignite the, the Nationals, the fact that that, a celebration, a simple celebration at that is what's going to ignite a team because it's such a big deal. It's like, that needs to, I think that needs to be changed if baseball wants to succeed later on. But that's for another time. Moving on, we got NFL. Talking about the Bears. The Bears. Well, let's go. They does stink. Oh, that didn't really make any sense, but they stink. Well, we got a lot There's to a lot. break down here. Lots I'll go down. through the timeline and then we can kind of dive into this. So yes. the Bears lost to the Chargers this week, uh, 17 16. Uh, Eddie Pinero had a chance to hit a uh, game winning field goal, 41 yard kick, and he missed it wide left. Um, earlier in the game, they had a bunch of chances in the red zone that could not convert. So after the game, uh, well, before that kick happened, uh, the Bears had 41 seconds with one timeout, and they had a chance to run another play and get closer. And instead, Matt Nagy, the head coach of the Bears, opted uh, to take a knee, lose two yards, and just run down the clock, and then try to take the uh, make the attempt from there. Um, so that sparked a lot of controversy because, like, hey, you guys could have gotten closer 
everyone would say that, you know, if they've been running the ball pretty well that game. Uh, 35-yard kicks, a lot easier than 41-yard kick. And the mm-hmm. way that ball missed, if they were a couple of yards closer, probably wouldn't have hooked out because it, it was a close miss. So that was a big controversy there. Then later in the week, Eddie Pinheiro came out. And he said in an interview that, like, where do you prefer the ball? The ball's in the left half of the kick. And he said, I, I kind of prefer it in the middle. I don't really like it in the left half. And it's like, whoa, hold on. If you're a head coach, you want to yeah. be, you know, you want to be in communication with your guys there. And then later, Mitch Trubisky's saying that he's going to go rewatch the game on the Fox broadcast so he can get his money. The whole thing this week has been bizarre out of Hallis Hall. Uh, then in this post-game press conference, Matt Nagy was a little testy with the media. Uh, he said to watch the Bronco, the, the Colts games. Like, oh, did you watch the Colts game? The situations are completely different. I don't know. Where do you, yeah. you can start here on your thoughts because yeah. I got some strong thoughts on this. I, one. I think. I, I mean, this and I, I was, I was, I was kind of flipping back and forth between the Bears and the Broncos game. Um, uh, and I think the Bears. I think like on paper, we kind of talked about this where this was two pretty desperate teams. The Bears. <laughs> if, if I'm a Bears fan and I want. If you, it all depends on what your expectations of the Bears are. But I think a lot of people had ex, pretty, Super pretty high expectations, ex, expectations yeah. you know, hoping that while they did lose some guys, that they're still going to be a contender. Um, and they could still win this division, and I think that's not out of the picture. And if you want to be a contender, if you want to be a respectable team, this is an inexcusable loss to the Chargers. Look, the, the Saints one was bad, and we talked about that. Mm-hmm. We dove into depth how it was like the perfect, you know, Perfect storm to beat the Saints, but this Chargers team is not good. Their defensive stat- and they're banged up too. Yeah, a lot de- of injuries. I mean, the Chargers. I feel like all every year are just like so banged up. I mean, they, they're Melvin Gordon. He's not the same. Philip Rivers. They're thinking about replacing him. The defense had so many uh, injuries, and especially in the secondary linebacking core is not very good. Casey Hayward's their best corner. He's their best DB, and he had like eight penalties on in this game. It was yeah. absurd. He was horrible. And the fact that they can't win at home with a light under their butts because they just got their 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 butts kicked last week, the fact that they can't win this, the Chargers are not good. Like, this should be a winnable game. This should be your pick-me-up game because you just lost to the Saints and you got the Eagles coming up in Philly. This should be like, hey, you know what? Tough schedule coming. Bad loss. Pick-me-up game. I mean, I tuned in to see the Bears' possession at the end of the first half, they had 10 plays inside the Chargers' 15-yard line and got three points. Mm-hmm. It was oh, it was mind-boggling the fact that they couldn't put together. I mean, I mean, they had it on the goal line. They had it was third, that was bad. It was third down, and then they got a PI in the end zone, so they get new life at the one. Yep. And it was like a minus one-yard run play. Minus two yard run play. They had Shaheen, like, their big tight end that they just drafted, yeah. and instead of running a fade or something, they run a slant pattern with him. Yeah, and he's got not. Trubisky oh. had a pass to Burton that probably should have been intercepted earlier <laughs> yeah, in the drive yes. or that that sequence. And, and then, at the end of the half, you yeah. can't even get. They, they ran the ball. They had a, they had enough time to run at least two plays, and they do a running play, let the clock run down. They barely get the snap off to spike it. As yeah. time's about to expire and they have to settle for a field goal. That was like the first time I can remember that the team that was leading at half was getting booed off the field. Yeah. And then and later it was it was the per oh my it could it was could have happened any anywhere I mean I mean Mr. Trubisky, like we talked about that Taylor Gabriel. I mean Taylor Gabriel, he's a fast receiver. Mm-hmm. You saw him with the Falcons, he was just mm-hmm. go round, beat the corner, touchdown. He was a machine. 
he was guarded by an aging linebacker and had six yards of separation, and Trubisky airmails him, and the next play, strip sack, Chargers get the ball in the red zone. It's Trubisky like, had oh. two bad turnovers, and I think it's he's played bad, all right? I'm yeah. not going to sugarcoat it. But it's, Eli, it's really easy to pile on to Trubisky here, but Matt Nagy deserves a lot of blame. Yeah. And I'm a Matt Nagy guy. It pains me to say this. But the week before against the Saints, on Walter Payton bobblehead day, you run the ball seven times. Trubisky, who everyone everyone agrees, he looks limited. Yeah. There's not a whole lot you can do. You you ask him to throw 54 times. Yeah. I think Nagy might be stunting Trubisky's growth. Yeah. If you look at their numbers through the same amount of games so far that uh, Matt Nagy has had, Mark Tressman, who is uh, Bears fans will agree was a horrible head coach. Yeah. He had more yards. They had more points. Yeah. The, the offense was they look the numbers are really similar with him and Mark Tressman and Matt Nagy's supposed to be all some offensive guru. Second off. The fact that your kicker likes it in the center and that you don't get the, the, the communication to put the ball in the right hash mark, that's ridiculous. They had 41 seconds and a timeout. And then he's saying, oh, why don't you watch the Colts game? Well, yeah, let's watch the Colts game. Frank Reich ran a couple plays to try to get the ball closer. It was a 51-yard kick, and they were trying to move the ball closer. You watched yeah, that game. It was the Broncos game. Yeah. They, they did not take a knee. I don't know what the comparison is. The other factor here, too, against the Eagles last year, in that playoff game, it's a very similar situation. Yeah, it's a do-or-die game in the playoffs. Most important game he's coached. When they were in field goal range, what did the Bears do? They ran another play. They took a shot towards the end zone where Mitch, he missed a wide open, Anthony Miller. Yeah. But they ran another play to try to get the ball closer before Cody Parkney missed it. And now all of a sudden the mindset's changing. You've been running the ball well all day. And he said it in the postgame. Yeah. They may have been running the ball well all day. And instead you're like, oh, well, what if he fumbles? He could fumble. We could fumble the snap. There could be a holding penalty. If you look at the numbers, the percentage of holding penalties has been this year, I think it's on like 7% of all snaps. Yeah. Like, the, the odds of that are rare. What, what are the odds of them fumbling, too? Especially and you're losing a guaranteed two yards by taking a knee. Yeah. But you're, it's ridiculous. Everyone would agree that if you're moving closer, then that's going to help your chances. So that didn't make sense because it didn't line up any, with anything from last year. Yeah. And he has, like, too many gimmicky plays with Cordell or Patterson, I think yeah. that's like his fetish. He's like, oh, I'm going to cook up an interesting jet sweep with Cordell they, 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 Patterson they, they, they in the lab. They Cordell Patterson at the goal line. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I it like Cordell Patterson. Well, he shouldn't be doing that. Run yeah. the damn ball. Yeah. Run the damn ball. It's and ridiculous. I, and I think, like, I think a blame go like a lot of, a lot of different directions, especially this game. Um, but the bottom line is when you're at home with their three and four going into yep. this, Need to get to 500. Good team against a crappy, banged-up team. Good teams figure out a way to it win this game. It should not have come down to yes, the fact yes. that it was kicking. Mind you, the, he botched the whole field goal in the final drive. Like, Mitch, for all his flaws, he made a couple nice throws in that he drive. Did, he he had that threaded scramble. one had that to uh, um, the tight end. Uh, no, I'm blanking on the Burton. tight end. Trey Burton. Yeah. That was like, wow, that was a big-time throw. And then he had that nice scramble there. Yeah. All of a sudden, Trubisky's not running more. I don't know if that's a thing for Daggy. And, and take a look at the track record here against the Saints, completely outcoached. Yes. And London, you chose not to come in a week early. And they're all jet-lagged from that, which was bad. And now, now you have this. So it has been some consistently questionable coaching yeah. decisions. And even and this is another thing, too, with Trubisky. I'm going to defend him a little bit here. Yeah. The front office has not done him any favors with some of the, like, I was looking at the draft, and this is kind of beyond the point. This is a bigger Bears issue, but just looking at the draft and Ryan Pace's job he's done, in his six years of drafting, 
I pulled out 10 guys that he has actually hit on in his draft. Adrian Amos, Eddie Jackson, yeah. Wall Nichols, Cody Whitehair, Tariq Cohen, Jordan Howard, Roquan Smith, Eddie Goldman, and you could possibly say Montgomery. I think he's a good player, but, you know, the jury's still out on him. Yeah. Other than that, that's it. You yeah. have whiffed on a lot of first-round Howard. You traded. Yeah, now. Yeah. They're in the, the Eagles, they're playing the Eagles at home. The Eagles have pro football focus as their offensive line ranked second highest in the NFL. You can bet your ass they're going to try it, but Jordan Howard's going to be amped up, and they're going to run it down, try to run it yeah. down the Bears' throats. Yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, I think bottom line, like, good teams figure out a way to win this game. I mean, for goodness sake, the Broncos beat the Chargers in San Diego. It's not that hard. The Chargers are not good. I mean, this the, Char- they're not good this the Chargers year. looked horrendous against the Steelers on Sunday Night Football, and the Steelers are by no means a good team. Right. Like yeah, Mason Rudolph, you gotta court. you gotta figure out a way to win this football game. And the Chargers had time. so many penalties that game. Yeah, they were shooting themselves. So the many. Foot. We had three red zone tries, and you get nine points. They yeah. scored once in the red zone, and you know how they scored? They ran the ball. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating. You yeah. you got this game against the Eagles. If you lose this game, your season is over. Yeah, your season is over. Well, and three I and think, six then? yeah, and I, you know, I was thinking because I was making calls to trade for trade for another quarterback, which I think with this defense you can't punt on the season. I still believe if we got like a Teddy Bridgewater, that'd be fine. But we don't really have any draft capital because Pace has traded all of it. Yeah, and I think at this point in the season, there's no point in playing Chase Daniel because. It's his last year before you can decide to extend Trubisky or not, so you got to see what you have. Yeah. Like, you, you got to ride, ride or die. And if I'm Matt Nagy, I'm like, all right, training reels are off. Here's my full playbook. You either execute the offense or you can't. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, you got, you got to see what you got. Yeah. So, it will be. It Speaking will be very of seeing what you got, the Broncos are starting a complete stranger. So, that's fun. Yeah. Joe Flacco, this is not really a big point, but I thought it was very funny that he – he criticized uh, Don Fangio, the Godfather, and his play calling. And all of a sudden, he's got a herniated discus that he's out four to six weeks. Fangio's one of those mm. military type guys too. Mm. I mean, but I have a mini rant. If you're Joe Flacco, criticized the play calling. I'm like, dude, how many years have you been in the league? 12, 13 years, and this is a first year play caller. Have some damn leadership to. To maybe make some suggestions, you should be a veteran of this age. Should not be able, should not be criticizing his play caller in a media where he should be talking to him. Who's, Bro, who's the backup? They guys, you guys. Yeah, so it's a uh, uh, Brandon Allen, I believe his name is. I've never heard of him. I've never, and usually, usually you got like a a McCown brother or like a Matt Moore. <laughs> right. Chase Daniels, like, oh, this guy played for the Rams three years ago, or like, oh, he backed up, you know. Uh, uh, What's his name? Uh, Case Keenum? No, the guy who always gets injured. That was on that guy injured and Case Keenum came in. He's oh, old. um, uh, Sam Bradford. Yeah, Sam. You know, like when those type of guys who are always bouncing off. We got Brandon Allen. I don't know what's going on, but maybe he's the next Tom Brady. So I'm gonna say I will say that watch this game. Jacoby Brissett is no joke. He's, he's a good bad. quarterback. He's no Andrew Luck, and yeah. I think the Colts this year. Their record looks good, and they're going to make the playoffs, but they're pretenders. I think they, yeah. got, they need a couple more pieces there. Yeah, they scored 15 but Jacoby Brissett is no slouch. That mm-hmm. is a very serviceable quarterback. Yeah. You're going to win a lot of games with Jacoby Brissett. And he's speaking of a good GM, Chris Ballard over there has done a really nice job. Yeah. This guy hasn't missed him any draft Here, picks. a quick hit. In or out, the Bills-Eagles game was an interesting one. Because yes. it was a 
team that looks very good, a team that doesn't look very good, right? And a team that the five and one Bills are now five and two. They got their that yeah, they, was they interesting canned. because the Eagles had all that turmoil. Speaking of team, they had a lot of off season uh, or during the off during that week, they had a lot of drama. Yeah, Doug Peterson the week before Standard. said they were coming down into Dallas and they were going to win the game. Yeah, oh, we're going to win the game, and then they got their ass handed to them down nope. in Dallas, and then Orlando Scandrick got cut. He's going and ratting everybody out. Yeah. Video, oh, J- Jenkins, he's not a good leader. Oh, and, then yeah. the, and then the Eagles tweeted a video of Scandrick being like, "Yeah, uh, you're the, you're the you're the man to uh, Jenkins." The, well, first, I don't know. And then know, they it's had weird. It's reports weird. Alshon Jeffrey was calling Carson Wentz a bad leader, and there's people showing up late for meetings, and yeah. it was a mess over there. I think Scandrick. First off, a Scandrick, like, come on, man, you can't be doing that. Yeah, you look, that was a total. Bitch move to go on there Stunned. and whine the fact that like you got cut yeah. and throw all your teammates under the bus like oh man you know I just yeah maybe don't get toasted in coverage your yeah. secondary is the worst in football and you're a bigger part of that yeah. all right so that was that was soft well, Norris Jenkins is a Super Bowl stamp for a reason but um, I think he actually united the locker room there yeah they're like because they came out and they looked good yeah they did look that good. was a good win and then for they them. had the Bears um what's let's say a quick hit Browns Patriots what'd you think. What do you think of that? The, the Browns was the team I wanted to get to uh, next, and Baker Mayfield had he was a little testy with the media here too. But that's another. The, the Patriots are we know who they are. Yeah, yeah. They haven't played anyone yet that's good, so I don't think their defense like their defense is excellent. The secondary is the best in football, yeah. but those numbers are not as historically good as everyone thinks they are. Um, so. You know, I think that was a little deceiving. The Browns in that game, though, just showed how horribly they're coached. Like, the dysfunction in that locker room. The yeah. fact that they fumbled they all these turnovers early. That, that, that 13 penalties off of bye. That was like his butt fumble with Baker yeah, Mayfield. Like, the they world? had to play 4th and 11 where they told the guy to take a false start yeah. because they were going to punt, and then they decided, wait, oh, actually, we want to go for it. Yeah. So they moved five yards back to... I <laughs> <laughs> that team is. I think Baker Mayfield's a jackass too. Yeah, he leads the league interceptions. He's right. You just got to swag. You just got to like. If you're Baker Mayfield, you got to shut up and like learn the damn playbook because you got plenty of offensive weapons there. Yeah, I just think like, and I've I've never been a Baker Mayfield hater. Uh, I he, he he you know he is what he is. But I think there needs to be a point where it's like, dude, whenever you talk to the media, have you noticed the fact that you are hurting your reputation? It's like. And he was just, doing so many commercials in the every ad he turned on, you see Baker Mayfield yeah. in it. It's like, and dude, let's just pull Andrew Luck. And I'm not, I'm not, like, by all no, by no means am I saying like, you know, celebrities can't have commercials and they can't like be a character. But it's like, dude, like people are getting on you for this. Like, you might for your own for your own betterment, you might want to just take it easy. You know, answer questions, keep and, a low profile. Yeah, exactly. For a bit. And then and then once you're you know eight and six or whatever because they're gonna win a couple like they're gonna win eight or nine games their schedule gets really but it's it's very funny though because i was i was actually just looking at um like who the broncos play and they play the browns you know you talk about two teams with very different um you know views on them both with two wins i mean the broncos Mm -hmm. and by no means the broncos good but they're just kind of considered trash, and the Browns are considered this team with the talent. Well, they, they do have a ton of talent. They yeah. were in that game in New England, yeah. but they were just, it was that horrible interception Mayfield threw. I don't even call it an interception. Like, like pitch, to, who underhand yeah. pitched it to, right to the defensive lineman. They had uh, their running back at over 70 yards and, like, two fumbles on him and three carries, like, yeah. in his first three carries. 
Uh, they, nah, they and it's a poorly coached team. Not yeah. a lot of discipline. You can tell a lot coming off a bye, and like your team has all those penalties. Yeah. You know, and then they came out. Moving forward, speaking of good. speaking of Halloween and it being spooky, it's Thursday right now. The Niners and Cardinals are playing, and there's no color rush uniforms. That is shame spooky. on you. That is scary. We can actually. Well, here's the next topic. <laughs> the, uh, speaking of the teams benching quarterbacks, Andy Dalton got benched on his birthday. Oh yeah, that's yeah. cool. I I feel I see from the Bengals' perspective. I get it. They have I don't know who the backup is. I think he's fairly. It's a new. rookie. Yeah, he's um, a rookie. He's making his first start. They drafted but, him, and so they're like, "Hey, like, I think it's Lindley. I think his name was Ryan Lindley's already been in the NFL. No, it's a different Lindley. Uh, oh, it's a different Lindley, a distant cousin, Bengal. a brother, half brother. Anyways, they've got a rookie, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, is this guy legit, or do we have to draft someone?" Uh, Andy Dalton's not Ryan. Really oh, Ryan Finley. 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 Lindley. Who Same cares? Thing. They stink. I don't know what you're gonna. This guy, Ryan Finley. I got news for you. He's not the future of this franchise. <laughs> All right, I get you're trying to. The, the tanks clearly come out, but you could have at least traded Andy Dalton for something. Yeah, or they, they benched they said, him earlier. Said, like they screwed this man. Yeah, they over. did. They definitely. And they said because they were like. Uh, um, uh, f- philosophically, like opposed to the trade. It's like, dude. There are a lot of teams that would take yeah. Andy Dalton right now. Hey, you could have gotten some you for some picks. And it's clear they're going to move on from him. Andy Dalton's not great. But yeah. he can win you some games. And I he's mean, done a lot for that yeah. organization. Like, that's not the way you treat been, I mean, How long has he been there, man? That's he's been tough. there long enough. That's um, tough. And they had some playoff runs. They never won a playoff game. That was kind of always their head. They always Dalton's a guy. Games. He's not going to win you a game on his own. But if you give him enough talent to yeah. surround him, you know, he can win you some football games. Yeah. Like if you gave him Baker Mayfield's offense, like that's a good team. Yeah. I think you're winning. Don't, you're winning toss some him on OBJ. He can make some throws. Um, yeah, that is tough. I think that poor Andy on his birthday, too. That is. Let's yeah. do a little trick-or-treat here. Trick-or-treat. We'll go through some teams in the bubble. Yeah, we'll say if they're well, we think they're pretenders, uh, or so they're a the trick. Treat. They're, no, you're you're a trick if you're oh, a if pretender. you're a pretender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're a treat if you're good. Yeah. If you're a contender. You're you're a treat. Um, first team will do uh, the San Francisco 49ers, seven and zero. They just put up a fifty burger on the Panthers. Uh, regardless of if they're pretender or not, the Panthers locker room was like there are no after the game after the game when they lost fifty one to thirteen. They go there are no world beaters. I'm like, well, they're sure Panther beaters. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Because if they're not, if they're, if I, if I got lost 51 to 13, I'd be like, they are the best team in the NFL. I was so close to betting money on the Panthers too. I got yeah. a tip, and I was like, I think the Panthers are gonna win this one. You know, the 49ers. You know, 49ers are like one of those like you watch them. It's like you know they don't, like nothing blows yeah. off the page from them. But man, they look good. Okay. They can run the ball. They are so well coached. I, I'm taking treat. I'm taking. Treat. I'm taking treat too. And I will say, shout out. The draft picks the Broncos just got because the Niners got a good receiver in Emmanuel Sanders. That dude That's still has nice. left in the tank, mm-hmm. and he he scored their first touchdown. I think that'll help him not throw into just George Kittle and Pettis anymore. But I'm going to go treat. I think they're good. Right, Houston Texans. Trick. you going trick. I don't like them. You do not like them. Why don't you like them? I like Deshaun Watson a lot. He got kicked in the eye and threw a touchdown pass. Yeah, kicked in the eye and threw a touchdown pass. But De- DeAndre Hopkins is DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not big on their defense, and they have just. I feel. Major Watts out for the year. Yes, that's a big one. Speaking of which, I, that is a shame. That is this a shame, dude, but they're not. They're used he, to it. He's, he's he was on. Player. No, for JJ Watt, he was on trajectory to be like one of the best defensive players in the history of NFL. You know what? He was doing all these uh, tire workouts, 
Yeah. To throw on his Instagram, and that's horrible for your back. And yeah. you know what? That's what happens. Yeah. So you get but I, I feel, and this was a good example with the Raiders. Raiders are not by no means a slouch. They're no means, a, you know, a rollover team. But I feel as if they have left teams hanging in which the good teams, you know, put them away. So I'll, I'm going to go. I'm going to say treat. I'm not saying they're not going to make the playoffs, though. You know, okay, right, yeah, that's like, fair. but I just don't think they're. I don't think they have enough to make a big splash. Big, all right, that's fair enough. I'm gonna go treat because I th- I like I like Deshaun. Yeah, they're used to not having JJ Watt. Um, are they gonna win the Super Bowl? Probably not, but I think it's him making a run. Yeah. That AFC is wide open, especially now. Like Kansas City's shown that that defense isn't great. Uh, Mahomes is out, um, so they, you know there, there's some room there. Uh, I, I I like him. All right, let's go. We were talking about that Bills Eagles game yeah. earlier. Let's do each team. We'll go Bills first. They were five and two. Trick or treat. Right. I'm going. I'm going trick. I want to say are treat so, so limited bad. At quarterback. I like the Buffalo Bills. in the bottom. I like the Bills too. I want, I want them, to them to win. I want to be but so they bad. Won't win They're because trick. Josh Allen stinks. They haven't played anyone. They every team they've played over 500. They lost to. They lost to the Patriots. Now they've lost to the Eagles. And the um, Eagles one was like Oof. their wins. They beat the Bengals. Whoop de doo. They beat the, the Dolphins. Dolphins. All right, nice. Yeah. And both of those were kind of close at yeah. halftime. Yeah, like the Bills. Probably gonna make the playoffs. They're not a good team. No. They're gonna get steamrolled. That's a that that's a trick. Yeah, that's true. You agree? I agree. All right. The Eagles, Eagles? treat. I'm saying same hot takes. The Eagles are the same wavelength. I can't give up on. I cannot give up on. Yeah, the it's Eagles. like the Colin Coward, where it's like it's your ex girlfriend and she's ruined your life so many times, but you just keep going back. I wouldn't know anything about that. I don't date. Too much money. Well, that's fair. It's costing me decent. Yeah. But my girlfriend's got a lot of money. That's Shout right, out. I got my left hand. Hey-o! Someone cut that. Someone cut that from the... Eagles are a treat. They're a treat. Carson Wentz is an elite quarterback. See, he's here's the, the upper thing, echelon. Here's the thing, though. Nelson Aguilar, boo. He's terrible. There, there was a pregame <laughs> where he was saying... He was saying... Uh, he was saying... Uh, if, there's a, if there's a play, go out there and make it. And he's looking... Directly at Nelson Aguilar, like, hey, you boob, catch the dang football, <laughs> Alshon Jeffrey. Let's go back to 2014 when you're actually good. You know, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz, he's white. He can't jump. Jordan Howard is good. Their offensive line is phenomenal, and you got a good quarterback. But so that's good. Their secondary, though, it scares me. Secondary stinks. <laughs> it's but horrible. That, Carson Wentz is going to keep in a lot of games. They're running the ball. They got that rookie Sanders who looks really good. Yeah. And then you got. Um, Obviously, Jordan Howard. I think, yeah. What about, what about the Rams? Rams are the one? Treat. Trick. I disagree. They're turning around. They beat the Bengals. They're Bagels. making a run. They're going to make a run. I like Jerry Goff. You I know like why? Sean because they, they dumped Aqib Tlaib to the uh, mental institution that is the Miami Dolphins, and I feel bad for him. All right, couple they did more, him dirty. A couple more here. Uh, let's go the Vikings. I'm going trick. I'm going treat. All I'm right. all I'm all back on the Kirk Cousins train, baby. He's been good, but you know what? When the playoff games are, that's true. They're in prime time. Oh he will no! Shrink. Hey, don't you put play a, the Washington noon AFC championship. The Washington Redskins win, like, and they won the game. Was so uninspiring <laughs> at home. The fact that you kept Dwayne Haskins and Case Keenum and this bunch of racist boobs. <laughs> In the game, <laughs> there was like it was it was bad. They got Look, so many weapons there on the offense. Their roster is good every year, but they can never pull through. That this is a trick. That bunch Kirk of Cousins looks like a Ken doll. 
doesn't mean well. I don't know. He's gonna shrink it. He doesn't I don't have a know. win, and he's gonna shrink against the Packers. I don't the know. The Packers defense. Are they playing the Packers? Not yet. Uh, they don't. But like just in general in that division, because I think it's gonna come down to them. The Bears. Yeah. I mean, I I want to hang on to hope, but they're not winning that division. Yeah. The Packers. You know, they look good. You get they got the best quarterback by far in that division. Um, it'll be a dogfight between the two, but I don't try. Oh, bottom right. line, I'm going. I go Last Packers. one. Seahawks. Seahawks. I'm going trick. And I'm going trick, too. Dude, Russell Wilson can only only do so much. Yes. Their Their defense defense is not not very good. Not good. The weapons have... Dude, if you put Rashad Penny or, you know, DK Metcalf on the, you know, the Bears Mm -hmm. or the Raiders, you think anyone knows about them? No. No, I agree. Russell Russell Wilson, he does a lot for them, but... Yeah, yeah. I, t- I, I agree. I, um, I agree. Move forward. I think that we only there's only one game that we're going to preview for you guys. It's the Patriots-Ravens Sunday night football game. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, in bum, which, bum, bum, honestly, bum, I feel like it's going to be the same thing. Well, I feel like the I feel Ravens are like Ravens- well, We didn't do with them, but they're there for real. Yes, I, I agree. I love the coaching staff. Lamar Jackson's limited, but the way they use them, that is yeah. dangerous. Like, you cannot yeah. prepare for someone that fast. Yeah. There is no one on that New England practice squad that's preparing for, yes. for Lamar Jackson. I will say, you know, this is going to be – this is going to be – this is going to be telling for both teams. I think so, too. If it And even if – is it in – It's it in at? New England. So if the, if the – I, I expect the Ravens will lose, but – I think this could be. Um, oh wait, is it? In, it's in Baltimore. Oh, it's in Baltimore. It is in Baltimore. I don't know. I don't know. I like the Ravens. I like the Ravens. I'm gonna say it. The Ravens gonna win this game. Ravens. I. You know what? 31-20. Book F- it. Final out of. Don't disagree. 31-20. 31-20. I don't know about the exact score, but I want pa- Patriots. I think are gonna win, but I would not be surprised. That would be a game I wouldn't bet money on because yeah. that's a toss up, and that's gonna be a very, very good game. This is the first real team the Patriots yeah. have played. Final NFL you know what topic. you can put money on? Brandon Allen, 2020 MVP. There you go. Yeah. Wait, what? Hold on now. The Broncos guy. The random yeah, DU so. that they picked off the street. I'm taking Duck Hodges over. Who? The third string quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Duck Hodges. Duck Hodges. They got Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. They got a bunch of animals over there. And then Ben Roethlisberger. Rudolph he fits right into that zoo here. of a quarterback room. Yes. You got the ben, rapist. Ben, ben, or, uh, a very respectable man, Beth, Ben Roethlisberger. You got the rapist, a duck, and a reindeer. That's a that's a zoo over in that yeah, locker room. Yeah, a rapist, a duck, and a reindeer walk into a bar. The bartender says, Hey, it's a quarter, but it's the Steelers quarterback room. Who <laughs> spiked my eggnog? Anyways. Um, finally, <laughs> I want to address the New York Jets and the dysfunction over there. Oh, was the train Adams? Dex- well, they said they were going to trade Le'Veon Bell. They said they were going to trade Jamal Adams. Sam Darnold seeing Ghost. What the hell's going on with this organization? Yep. They had to fire the GM after he drafted. Adam and I'll Gage. say this for the Dolphins. Yeah, that took a left turn. But like, the Dolphins, <laughs> the Dolphins look at them. They, the they stink, but at least they have a plan. Yeah, that's true. They're shopping everyone. They're getting draft picks. Yeah. The Jets are trying to be good, and they're terrible. Yeah. Sam Darnold, and I like the kid. I don't think he's the answer. Yeah. I've seen a lot here where you know, he got out. hurt. He got yeah. hurt from Mono. Good God, man! You're an NFL quarterback. At least he's getting some. You know that means it's proof. He's kissed someone. So he's maybe. Just, maybe he's just showboating the fact that he wants to. Maybe he probably drank the wrong cup in the locker room. Yeah, that's and true. That, one of the linemen. Maybe on Bell gave him Mono it, or the long snapper. Like the, your your coach doesn't like flashy stars or running backs, and what do you do? You go out and pay Le'Veon Bell. 
Yeah. And then you got Jamal Adams, who apparently it came down to the difference of a first round pick, uh, like a fourth round pick, was the difference of making that trade or not. And he, went, I, and they should have kept him, but like that's petty. If you're gonna like trade and, him. And Jamal like, Adams play. was like apparently on Twitter. He took to Twitter and was like, like, and he he made an, uh, uh, a a metaphor simile. I don't know. It's not like I'm an English major or anything. But he was saying like the Patriots don't shop Tom Brady and the Rams don't shop Aaron Donald, which like. I don't think he's saying he's as good as them, but it's like he's kind of their guy. Jamal Adams is an elite safety. He's their guy. He is so and they good. shop him around. He's like, other teams don't do that, which I get. But the fact that like other teams don't do that behind their players' back, mm-hmm. you know? And I think when you guys look at a lot of teams. everywhere in this locker Yeah, and you look at a lot of teams, it's like, hey, you know, you're our guy, but you are at the near end of their contract. We want to get you on a winning team. Manuel Sanders, go to the undefeated Niners. You know, because we're we stink. We're but they tell them that there's got to be communication. If Jamal Adams thinking like, oh, I'm gonna be a Jet for life, you know, they're gonna build around me, and then they're like, oh, let's trade him for a third yeah. round pick. It's like that's bogus. I, I you know I give Le'Veon Bell a lot of credit too, because he had a video on Instagram where he's like, hey, Jets fans, just be patient. Yeah, it takes a while to build this thing. Yeah, so he has the right right approach there, but man, it's a mess. Yeah. Like and I had I was came out on the podcast and I was saying there was talks that like Adam Gase was limiting the offense with Luke Falk at quarterback. So yeah. like all right, we know we're not gonna win. We won't, we we're not gonna show anything. With Donald back, they really haven't shown anything either. I think that was just the they offense. Show, they showed out for one game and then they're like, well, we stink again. Like ugh, the man, he turns the ball over a lot. Yeah, he does. He makes some bad throws. Yeah. And there's arm talent there, but and it's it's not. Who good. knew that the Jets would be a total dysfunction and it wouldn't be Le'Veon Bell's fault. Yeah, that's impressive. And they, they, they got they no line. He's averaging like three under four yards per carry. It's, it's not right. too good. Last one, quick transition. NBA. There's a lot to talk about. As always, we'll be quick though. Who do you take in a boxing match, Cat or Joel Embiid? And then who do you take in a Twitter fight? Because they took to Twitter, and it was very. Uh, interesting. Okay, first up, uh, Joel Embiid in the Twitter fight. I think uh, you know he is experienced in that field with a lot of. Um, Funny tweets and that yeah. that sort of thing. It probably has more followers too, I would imagine. Yeah, and Cat Cat's Philly. response is a little weak. I'm also going. I'm gonna say Cat has the reach. Yeah, he's a longer, longer arm. He's got he's got pie. But he's a little dude. he's a little stringy. Joel Embiid's a strong guy. He has to fight off those uh, hoodlums in Philly. Philly walking around. He was shadow boxing. He had the, he had the home crowd behind him. Yeah. He got Rocky <laughs> in that town too. I, I gotta. I'm now, going Joel Cat's Embiid. mom helped Cat, and it was like a two v one. Oh, Joel Embiid screwed. Yeah, you get an angry, mom, angry mother. She'll get a car in town, oh, or get, get get the the flip flop, start smacking him around with it. But yeah, no, that was interesting. They had a brutal. <laughs> I will say it was funny. I got the screen. Hold on, I'm pulling up the screenshot. You know, Shams Charania. He's the big NBA like wash bomb kind of guy, and um, both players Waj? got Woj. Well, same 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 same. They both got two games for the suspension, but Ben Simmons did not get a suspension. If you watch the video, Ben yeah, Simmons a choke had him in a chokehold and kept tapping, tapping out. He was listening to this. Listen to this. This is a quote. All parties viewed Simmons as a peacemaker in the scuffle. Simmons was seen on top of towns, calming him down with his arms. <laughs> Officer, I didn't put him in a chokehold. I didn't choke him out until he died. I was calming him down. With my bare biceps. Sir, he was wild, so I calmed them down with my gun. Yes, exactly. And then everyone was like, what is going that, on? That's not how that works. I will say, there. dude, 
as much as there's trying drama, to knock him out, I guess that's there's drama out. in all every league, but the NBA wins it easily, oh, dude. Yeah. It is it is it's five games in. Baseball's then, a lot of petty drama. Yeah, and like NBA is like stupid drama. Yeah, it's actually, like, it's, it's kind like of amazing. I love it. Ugh. Um, real quick, here we'll do trick or treat like speed round. All right, all right. Lakers. Just like, what do you think ah, so far? Early. That bench is old. Ah, you have five seconds. I'm going. They got LeBron at oh, yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. a treat. What about the Rockets? How do you think the Rockets? Oh, it's still way too early for them. So it is the game you got to do midseason. Rockets, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. They'll make the playoffs, but this isn't sustainable. Like you traded yeah. Chris Paul, you could have gotten to the Western Conference Final with Chris Paul and James Harden been very good. And I don't think Harden's with Westbrook, going off. Harden's going off. with Westbrook though, you're not getting. It's like. The purpose there, you got to be good. Thirty points, and Westbrook's getting his triple double. But this trade is going to be considered a failure if they don't win the title. Because, like I said, That's you could be very good with Chris Paul. Like it's not doing you anything. Like, oh wow, we got what about the Warriors? Well, it's not trick or treat anymore. That failed. Warriors, Warriors suck. They stink, and I'm so mad. Steph Curry got hurt. So am I. Because he was getting exposed. And if I was a so this dynasty, you could kind of tell it was over when Durant left. Yeah. But at least I thought they'd be interesting. Like you I know thought, what? That's I an interesting MVP team. Could be a. a uh, with the team, MVP. with the team of Curry, you got D'Lo, yeah. Draymond, and uh, Thompson. Like that's yeah. interesting. They can make some yeah. noise. And, uh, and, and now this dynasty has went from well, we know it's over to like uh, crashing and burning. Yeah, like it's up in flames. They got blown up by the Suns and the Thunder. It was fifty-one to nineteen. At it was one point. bad. The, they Suns. Were, the Suns went on a thirty-to-one run. Yeah, and and I will say last 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 thing of the night because I'm big West Russell Westbrook guy. He was considered like a fraud when he uh, was at when when the uh, Thunder. This is for uh, Paul George. You know he was carrying this entire state of Oklahoma on his back because his team was not very good. And now that Steph can't do it by himself, there's a comparison that needs to be made. We're gonna end on that. No, note. it's not. Yes, it is. Dude, Russell Westbrook had no. Maybe he had with Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams is a solid Nolan player. No, well. Steph Curry's got Draymond and D'Lo. And okay, they he played, he's played three games, though. And Westbrook saying, was just I, padding his stats. They weren't good. He couldn't make got, it out of the first round. Yeah, but because their team stunk. You think the Warriors, and it, they know that's that's That team why. is not as bad as people think. They gave him plenty of help. He had one year no, where he no, had... No, Yeah. No, yeah, and that's yeah. why, I'm, that's why I'm, I'm mad that Steph Curry broke his hand because he, he was getting exposed because he's not... He was good. not getting exposed. He was getting exposed. They should be doing a lot better. You, you said they were crashing and burning. They, they were crashing and burning. With all those all-stars? With that broken hand... Well, how many all-star? Draymond Green, excellent player. Great role player, but it's not a star you can go out and say, hey, score 20 points tonight. D-Lo? He, he the was, offense was better was the whole in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Nets. No, the offense was better late in games when he wasn't carrying the ball. Selfish teammate. He's a good scorer, but there's a reason the Lakers shit MVP, book it, Alex Caruso. The Lakers have not lost a game when Alex Caruso plays. We're going to on that. Who's the only reason Alex Caruso's in the game because it's a blowout. So that's a faulty stat. Who's better, Logical Michael Kelsey. Jordan or Alex Caruso? You that, tell that, me. That's a tough one. Thanks I think for, we're going to have to end on that. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> happy Halloween. Happy Don't eat Halloween. too much candy. Don't eat too much candy. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next time.